Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Becker, and chronic ulcerative periodontal stomatitis, or CUPS, is an extremely painful, difficult-to-treat condition of the mouth, primarily seen in dogs. It's also referred to as ulcerative stomatitis, idiopathic stomatitis, and lymphocytic plasmacytic stomatitis, which is actually the form that we see in kitties. Stoma in Latin means mouth, and itis means inflammation. So wherever you see those two words together, you know that there's an inflammatory disease of the oral cavity or mouth. Periodontal disease and periodontal disease are actually two different things. Periodontal disease affects the tissues and other structures of the gums. Periodental disease affects the soft tissues that come in contact with the crowns of the teeth, including the mucous membrane linings of the oral cavity, the palate, the inner cheeks, the tongue, and the lips. Pets that have periodontal disease without cups, pets can also have cups with gum disease, or they can have both. However, they are two distinct different problems, and they're actually managed somewhat differently. Cups can occur in any dog, but certain breeds are thought to be predisposed, including the Maltese, Cavalier King Charles Spaniel, Scottish Terrier, Cocker Spaniel, Bouvier, Dachshund, German Shepherd, and the Greyhound. The cause of cups isn't known, but it occurs when an animal's immune system mounts an inappropriate hypersensitive response, so an almost autoimmune disease to the bacteria found in the plaque that accumulates on a dog or cat's teeth. Pets with this condition are unable to tolerate bacterial plaque on the crowns of their teeth at all, and even minor plaque buildup results in this overwhelming, destructive, and incredibly painful inflammatory response of the mouth. Because it's an immune-mediated response of the mouth, it means that um, your dog or cat's immune system is overreacting to natural bacteria that, of course, is, would be found in the mouth. A pet with cups invariably will have very stinky breath. And this can occur in actually really young animals that otherwise should not be having dental disease. Typically, the gums are swollen and there's inflammation in the back of the mouth. The mouth is flaming red. The gums are flaming red. Other signs include ulcerations of the inner cheeks and on the gums where they meet the lips, excessive drooling, and it can be very thick, ropey, um, stinky saliva. There can be plaque on the teeth, but not always. And there can be exposed bone where the gums have actually receded from the gum line. The gum lines can be bleeding. Because the mouth is so painful, invariably many of these dogs and cats have a loss of appetite and obviously significant pain. If this is happening to your dog or cat, your veterinarian will order a CBC or a complete blood count, a blood chemistry evaluation, and a urinalysis. Since it's very important to rule out other immune-mediated diseases that affect the oral cavity, such as pemphigus, your vet will also want to perform a physical exam to check for lesions of the skin and mucous membranes in other parts of your pet's body. If no underlying diseases are identified and if CUPS is suspected, the next step is a comprehensive oral health assessment under anesthesia. And this involves very, a very detailed examination of your pet's mouth, including pr a probing chart to see which exactly, which tooth is affected and to what extent, as well as a full set of dental x-rays. All compromised teeth or teeth that are dying or dead or loose will be removed. And a lot of people find this a little overwhelming because what you see on the surface um, can actually be very, very minor compared to what's happening below the level of, of what's visible. In addition to the teeth that are being extracted, the dentist is going to clean your pet's mouth, is going to remove all the plaque and tartar that is visible, and then also remove any teeth that could be crowding to help keep those teeth as healthy as possible and also prevent further extraction. The remaining healthy teeth will be, of course, 
of course, completely scaled and then, of course, polished, and they're going to clean below the gum lines as well. Biopsies are oftentimes taken to make sure nothing else is going on, and oftentimes um, the veterinarians will apply a sealant on the teeth to try, and reduce the, to try and reduce the amount of bacteria that's accumulating once the patient wakes up. This seems like a really extreme measure, I understand, but those of you that have pets that have this condition realize how much better they feel after their mouths have been cleaned up, those infected or rotten teeth have been removed, and they begin to heal. So it's a very important step in relieving the suffering and actually preventing additional degeneration from occurring. After the healing period, uh, usually two to three weeks, um, you'll see that usually dogs and cats begin feeling better, and this is when pet parents at home begin a very aggressive protocol of consistently removing the oral cavity, as plaque and tartar in the oral cavity, and also not just brushing a dog or cat's teeth, but twice daily disinfecting programs to try and reduce the amount of bacteria that's accumulating on the teeth. You have to remember that cups isn't really a problem so much of plaque buildup, but rather your pet's immune system response to the amount of plaque and specifically the bacteria in your pet's mouth. What that means is that any amount of plaque can trigger a recurrence in this terrible inflammatory condition. So twice daily brushing with a nylon bristled toothbrush is recommended. Most veterinary dentists agree that, that no matter how much you rinse your pet's mouth or apply gel or paste or any type of additives, it's not going to stop this process from occurring. You're just basically slowing it down. But, that's, but preventive maintenance, slowing it down is an important part of keeping your dog or cat feeling better. So these products that help reduce plaque and tartar buildup are very important and brushing is very important as well. I recommend a solution of coconut oil, colloidal silver, and probiotics to be swabbed over the surface of the teeth twice, twice a day. Um, and I've seen that to be quite beneficial at reducing how quickly plaque and tartar build back up after that initial dental procedure. I also recommend standard process BioDent, which is a supplement, as well as daily probiotics orally for these patients. A GMO-free fresh food diet can actually help quite a bit. That means that the food is soft and contains whole food nutrients that are very, very beneficial at reducing inflammation systemically. Sadly, these patients still have to be seen by a veterinary dentist for a professional dental examination and cleanings very regularly. And in, if we see degeneration continue to occur, then actually full mouth extractions, which means removing all the teeth, may be warranted. And again, that seems quite dramatic, but if you've been down this road, you'll know that if your pets are not responding to this preventive daily oral care, which is very high maintenance for you, but and also for your dog or cat, by removing all of their teeth, there is a tremendous improvement. In fact, most of the times it resolves this condition and dogs or cats feel much, much better once all of their proactive inflammatory bacteria are gone because the teeth are gone. Most pets actually respond very well to full mouth extractions if needed. And I've had pet parents in my own practice say things like, oh my gosh, my dog is back to normal or my kitty's finally normal again. It's, you know, this entire year has been terrible, but they're finally back to normal. So obviously your pet will need to eat soft food for the rest of his or her life, but oftentimes full mouth extractions are curative. So something to think about. Addressing your pet's diet and removing all potentially allergenic foods is also quite important, which includes carbs and starches. 
Feeding an anti-inflammatory diet can obviously be beneficial as well because you're removing any type of food-based inflammation that could be entering the, the dog or cat's body. I also recommend that you talk to an integrative or holistic veterinarian about natural anti-inflammatories. So I suggest using things like esterified fatty acid complex um, as well as making sure that your diet is rich in omega-3 fatty acids. I also use plant-derived sterols as well as proteolytic enzymes to naturally help manage inflammation. Another really nice addition is ubiquinol, which is a cellular antioxidant that can really help support gum and soft tissue health. I recommend that you remove all environmental potential toxins from your pet's environment that could be negatively influencing your pet's immune system and most certainly don't vaccinate these animals. Their immune systems are already struggling, so additional vaccines just adds complications. Sometimes early intervention, excellent home care, and a very aggressive integrative for, uh, protocol can actually help manage these mild to moderate cases of cups without having to um, do full mouth instructions. And actually, if you can commit to keeping up with daily oral care, many of these animals can reclaim their oral health without having to undergo aggressive dental surgery.